Welcome to the Santa Cruz Coffee Break. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Apple Podcasts, please follow, hit the like button, or any subscribes. It really helps us with the algorithms. Santa Cruz Coffee Break is produced by the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum. All opinions are those of the speakers. We invite you to join us on the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum at SCGCPF for more fun. Now, let's get on with this installment of Santa Cruz Coffee Break. Well, we would like to welcome you to the 49th Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum podcast, Big 4-9. Um, Tad, I can't believe we got here. No. We're no. Just, just a couple no. years ago, we were like at six or something like that. So they, they just seem to keep coming. And today we're really blessed with a, an interesting experience of talking to a new Santa Cruz dealer. We're going to be talking to Larry Sogolo of Organic Roots Music in Santa Ana. Larry, we'd like to welcome you. Thanks, Richard. I appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, Small right. Organic Sounds Select Guitars. Say that again. Organic Sounds Select Guitars. Got it. Sorry about, sorry about the mispronunciation. I won't do it again. No worries at all. No worries at all. So how hot is it in Santa Ana right now? Uh, right now, it's probably approaching 90 degrees. I think we're going to be closer to 100 uh, within a couple of hours. So this is our real heat wave of the summer. So we've, we've skated through so far, but finally, finally caught up to us. This, this, one's, this one's a ripper. Yeah. 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 We're, uh, we're at 53 degrees right <laughs> now and ground, and ground fog. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've seen the sun in a week. Um, uh, I'd much rather have this than I would have the heat. We were in Santa Cruz earlier in the week, and it was just lovely. 65 degrees or so, just beautiful. It's going to heat up a little bit more up there this, yeah. um, this weekend. But um, we, might, we might miss it all. It might just, the ocean might just keep us really cool. So, Tad. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. I am I am actually up at Dillon Beach um, at the moment simply because we were escaping the heat wave ourselves. Uh, plus, you know, anniversary and other things like that. But uh, uh, if my uh, appearance or voice is not as good as normal, it's because I'm doing this on my iPad from a remote location. Luckily, we have the Internet. Isn't it amazing that, that we can do this? It just it always just completely blows my mind. You know, three people get together from a triangle that's hundreds of miles. Yeah, pretty weird looking, but um, yeah. <laughs> but um, but but good. So, Larry, tell us yes, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell tell us about your. I think you're incredibly brave for opening a store I, at this time. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for that. I it, it, when we started the idea of opening it. The, the prospects in terms of the the strength of the economy and, and the market for people buying stuff was a little bit stronger. Um, it just takes months and months to get things running and get permits and get construction done. But uh, no, we're, we're very excited. Brand new store. It's a, a new direction in our lives. Uh, and uh, so far, really exciting meeting some great people and uh, getting to play some really cool instruments and showing them to, to customers. Uh, it's a new venture for us. I was a physical therapist for 30 years prior to this, and I had an injury a few years ago that ended that career. So uh, I decided to go in a completely different and new direction. Um, 
kind of, uh, you know, the, an opportunity presented itself to, to do something entirely different and, and hopefully fun and rewarding. And uh, I've always loved guitars, especially acoustic guitars. Um, I just love everything about them, the craftsmanship and the artistry and, and the way they play, the way they sound. And, uh, and getting to work with companies like Santa Cruz and a few others, we just, as of this morning, are a dealer for, for Loudon guitars as well. Um, Hassan Dalton, a few of the others, National Resophonic, Larave. Um, it's just a lot of fun. There's Maybe. a re- go, go go Ted. I was gonna say that's amazing. That's that's a that's a lot of inventory. So what you know, you're you're kind of living the dream here for a lot of us who uh, love guitars and love playing music and have found that uh, buying them and playing them is absolutely no way to try and make a living. <laughs> uh, so, of course, in the back of our heads, we all think, oh, we'll sell guitars. We'll get rich that way. And as they say, the best way to make a million dollars selling guitars is to start with five million. So um, what led you to this and how did you get started on it? Well, really, what led me to it was, was this. I I had owned one very special guitar for a number of years. It was a, actually a Santa Cruz guitar. It was my entry into into the world of, of really well-made, wonderful instruments. I bought it uh, on my 50th birthday, actually, um, back in 2015, and uh, absolutely loved it. And I'd gone through a few other guitars since then. And then I had this change of career that was forced upon me by, by injury. Um, and I thought to myself that I wanted another Santa Cruz guitar. Um, I thought I'd sell everything else I have. I just want to get a second Santa Cruz guitar. And I started looking around, you know, we're in the middle of Orange County here. I started looking around here in Southern California and I just, I couldn't find any, you know, there was nobody here selling Santa Cruz guitars, even up in Los Angeles, um, I, I couldn't find any. Um, so I started to think to myself, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a crossroads in my life, in my careers. Maybe there's a niche for me here. You know, maybe we could use, and, and there are some good shops here in Orange County. I, I don't, want to say anything bad about them there's some great shops here but nobody was selling santa cruz or some of these other small boutique makers that that i love just can't find them here and there's we've got a huge population here we've got plenty of guitar players and musicians and people who love this stuff and uh you know my approach was maybe i can fill a niche you know so we started to look into it um started to actually look for space to to lease and this was right around january of 2020 and of course, in February of 2020, COVID hit. So that put everything on, on hold for a while. And, and what we decided to do was, okay, let's just start an online business and see how that goes. So we started late that fall, uh, October of 2020. We, we got our website up online. I went online. I bought a whole bunch of used instruments um, from my favorite makers. And I got them in and I cleaned them up and I and I put new strings on them and I made videos on YouTube um, and uh, put them out there and started to participate in, in the forums and tried to get some attention to us. And uh, once I got the videos out, then I started making calls to a lot of the manufacturers um, just to say, Hey, this is what we're doing. I really, I plan to open a brick and mortar shop, but you know, because of COVID we're not doing it yet, but I'd like to at least start a relationship and see if any of them were interested And everybody 
in the industry was just so nice to us. You know, I, I, the typical answer I got was, you know, when you get closer to opening, give us a call because we don't, we don't sign new dealers who don't have a brick and mortar shop. But a couple of the manufacturers actually said, you know, normally that's our policy, but we understand things are different right now. Um, they liked the video. We developed a relationship. And so I actually became a new dealer for, you know, Hudson Dalton, the national first. And then as we got closer to actually opening a shop, then a lot of other ones came online, you know, so um, Carolyn Sills was just so great, wonderful person and, and uh, saved some build slots for us, which was so appreciated. appreciated. Uh, Larabay was great. Um, a few of them, interestingly enough, said that we're just, you know, we're two, three, four years out on new orders, so we're not signing new dealers right now. Um, but they were nice enough to tell me that and say, you know, keep in touch. We'll see what happens in the future. So, you know, after a lot of delays with construction and permits and finding people to do the build out and so on and so forth, we're finally here. Um, we've got a growing inventory. Um, I just got my first brand new Santa Cruz guitar in last week, and I've got several more coming in the next uh, couple more in the next month and then several more in the next few months. Um, the other manufacturers are coming through and, uh, you know, by the end of the year, we're going to have quite a, we've got a good selection now, but it's, it's going to be even, even bigger. Well, assuming you don't sell them. Ah, I hope I sell some of them. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do have a very, um, interesting niche down there since Buffalo brothers went away. Yeah. Um, it, you know, they were the, I'm down in Southern California all the time and, mm -hmm. You know, McCabe's, it's a wonderful shop, but it, it's not, it just didn't work. And, and Buffalo Brothers was a really kind of, kind of wild off the cuff kind of place. And you weren't really sure what you'd find, but they always had really great stock yeah. and, and they kept their accessories up, you know, and they, they kept the trinkets up, you know, it, it, I think I, I don't ever walk, never walked out of there without buying, he had a great selection of slides. Oh Yeah. Yeah, tremendous selection of slides, you know, and it was like, okay, I'll try it. You know, I mean, I, I have I have my one and only, but it, <laughs> a pretty yeah. fa a pretty face could always come along, you know. So, it, 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 but I, you really do have a. You're in, where in Santa Ana are you? So we're on the very east end of Santa Ana, right on its border with the town of Tustin. Mm -hmm. So it's it, you know, for those not familiar with Orange County, we're we're smack dab in the middle of Orange County. We're right off of two major freeways here, off of the five freeway and the 55 freeway. Um, easy access, kind of a cool little center that we're in here. And, uh, you know, the old town Tustin's a really cool old town with some great restaurants and so on. It's just about a mile from here. So it's a, it's a good spot we found. So, and, oh, I was going to say, I, I'm interested in, in hearing a little bit more about um, the build out and the process of opening a guitar shop. I mean, yes. For those of us who have, you know, Santa Cruz guitars and such, there's always this concern about humidification and storage and, and everything else. Well, yeah. that that's a real problem when you have like two or three. You're talking, I mean, looking at the wall behind you, you know, 25, 30, 40. What kind of considerations did that bring up in the process of choosing a location and building it out? You know, the, the climate here in Orange County is, is fairly consistent. Typically, in terms of humidity, we're close enough to the ocean, but not right on the ocean that 
humidity tends to average right in the middle of the range. You know, we're 50% plus or minus most of the year. Periodically, we get these winds that come in from the east from the desert called the Santa Ana winds and the humidity outside will drop into the single digits even. So I, I'm all set up to, to, to deal with that. Um, I've got humidifiers in here. Um, the highest I've seen so far is in the upper 50% in the store, but we haven't had a wind event, but we'll keep it in, in the mid range. Um, I know the importance of that. And, uh, you know, the climate, we, we, you know, in terms of temperature, we control well as well. Um, but in terms of the build out, it's, you know, it's interesting. We, it's not a huge space. I've got about 1200 square feet here. And uh, I was told by, a, I have a mentor in the business, a real nice fellow who has a guitar shop back in Pittsburgh, who I called out of the blue one day when I was thinking about doing this and said, you know, I'm look, you know I introduced myself. I said, I'm looking for somebody who can, who can guide me through. I'm looking for a mentor. And, and he said, I love being a mentor. And so he's been great about it, answering questions for me. And he said, one thing that you shouldn't do is skimp on warehouse space. So he said, you're going to need more than you think. So about a third of our space is dedicated to shelving and warehouse. You know, I've got all sorts of, you know, all the guitars come in cases and cases are big, right? So you need a place to put them all and a place to do your packing for shipping and so on and so forth. So really I've got about 800 or between 800, and 900 square feet of showroom space here. And uh, our goal is just to make it real comfortable. You know, I wanted it to be a place where uh, there's, comfortable places to sit and play where, where the, the environment is welcoming. Um, I think we've all been in shops before that were not comfortable, you know, for, uh, to me, there's always, there's always two extremes with guitar shops. There's either you walk in and you get no attention whatsoever. You're looking for somebody to talk to. You're looking for somebody who might want to help you with a guitar that's, you know, 12 feet off the floor and you can't get to, and you can't find anybody. Or the opposite extreme where you walk in and, and someone looks at you and says, you want to try that guitar? Well, okay. And they put it in your lap and they stare at you from two feet away and, and let you play for one minute and then take it from you and wipe it down and put it away. And you want to play a different guitar now? You know, we, and that's not comfortable either. So, you know, we're looking for this comfortable environment where people feel that they can come in and hang out and talk music and talk instruments and play some great instruments. And if they don't buy something, I'm fine with that too, because next time they might buy something. You know, and like Richard said, you know, but well, actually both, you know, if there's something else to buy, um, a lot of people come in and play stuff and they want to buy a t-shirt or a strap or a capo or something like that. So, you know, have something around for them to look at, and, you know, maybe something they haven't seen before. So, um, <laughs> I'm sorry to God, a squirrel just walked by the window. So the <laughs> that was going a little nuts. Um, uh, the joys of having a chop dog. Oh. Um, but, Believe but, me, we know but, about squirrels. Yeah, right, right, right. But, you know, that was our goal for the, for the build-out is try to make it a, an attractive-looking kind of cool place. Mm -hmm. I can give you a tour. I've got my phone here, you know, if you want to see a little bit more of it. Yeah, we can. Uh, yeah, I, I'd be interested to see, you know, like like some of this uh, this uh, quiet space. Um, did you put in – did you put any kind of studio in or did you just give yourself a background like that kind of thing? Take us around. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I'll Show us around. Yeah. You got it. So, uh, so the first thing, just to tell you, I, I have an incredibly supportive, wonderful wife and you can imagine I, and I'm in my upper fifties, right. To say, hi, honey, I'd like to open a guitar shop. And she, you know, her, her answer was let's do it. But she said, I'm staring at her right now. I'll introduce you in a minute. Mm -hmm. She said, um, 
Yeah, let's do it. But let's build the stage so we can host some events. So there you I'll show you the stage, first of all. I had to assume, I have to say, that you either had the most supportive wife in the world or you were divorced. I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> the, the former. Here she is. <laughs> this is Debbie. <laughs> so this is our seating area. There's the dog linking out the window for the squirrel. Um, this is the main showroom. Uh, we've got the yeah, less expensive instruments, some Alvarez guitars, some, some consignment guitars, Taylor, Martin. Gibson, um, some some Larave instruments. Uh, here's our stage um, with some national guitars. Back here in this, I call it the blue room because for obvious reasons, but we're keeping the more expensive instruments. Um, I've got a showcase there with some great Santa Cruz instruments and Preston Thompson and some Hudson Daltons, um, some other stuff on the wall here. And then my showroom, uh, excuse me, my warehouse space is back here. And, you know, here's my little space where I can take photographs for the website. And that's the extent of it. That's the whole place. Nice. Nice, yeah. I love the stage. Ah, thanks. So what we're hoping to do is, you know, host some, I'll put the phone back down so I can sit here. Uh, you know, product demos. Um, uh, we were in Santa Cruz this past Monday. And we had a great meeting with, with Richard and, and Will, and those guys couldn't have been nicer to us. And, and Richard actually offered to come down and give a talk, um, question and answer period. So we're in the process of scheduling a grand opening and, uh, for early November, and he'll come down and maybe bring one of the Santa Cruz artists to play a little bit for us. So that'll Ooh. be our really cool use of the stage. Um, but we hope to have, you know, maybe some open mic nights and uh, um, small performances. Uh, that kind of thing on the stage. And, uh, you know, it's a great place to sit and try out guitars, too. It, uh, it sounds like you're taking consignments. We are taking consignments, yes. Great. Yeah. yeah. Great. Good Good to know. Yeah. Because I, I know that with the demise of uh, Reverb and uh, eBay, I think uh, people are really looking more into the consignment world when they have sales. I, I've avoided going that route. I know a lot of the shops are using reverb and uh, I've just been trying to avoid that. I'd rather, I'd rather just do our own thing here. eBay, I never even looked at, so I'm yeah. not sure what policies are, but I, I, I was, I was more on the line of the, their, their rates have gone up substantially and um, now everything's taxed. Uh, and if you sell over $600, that's reported. That's reported. So, so a lot of people that were flipping and doing all that stuff have all of a sudden, if they haven't realized it yet, are going to get a really rude January. <laughs> you know, a really rude January. Um, well, I was, <clears throat> the only thing I don't see is uh, a maintenance or repair setup. Are you going to be handling any of that in-house or have you reached out to luthiers and technicians in the areas and, and made arrangements um, to work with them? Yeah, excellent question. And we, we were struggling with that for a while. Um, but I have I have an excellent luthier now who's in the area. Um, we have an arrangement where if people bring in things for repairs, and this guy will do everything. He'll, he'll do neck resets, he'll do crack repairs, and you know all the way up and down from basic setups and pickup installs and so on. So he'll pick them up at the at, at the store, bring them to his shop, and then bring them back. So 
I have, I've got some room in the back. I don't know if you noticed there was a workbench back there, um, but uh, we don't have anybody working in the store to do that now, but I have this fellow and I'm really excited about him. He's terrific. Um, so that is, that is an option. Excellent. Excellent. That's great. What about accessories? What are you going to carry? So I, you know, I have, uh, I have a line of straps by couch. I don't know if you're familiar with them. They're here in Long Beach and they make uh, all vegan cruelty-free guitar straps. And they're really cool. They're a lot of them look like uh, leather, but they're actually repurposed old car upholstery and that kind of thing. And, and, and I love them. Um, I've got Diderio products. So strings, capos, everything else. Um, and, uh, oh, you know, I've got, I started carrying Charmed Life guitar picks. I don't know if you're familiar with Scott, but uh, uh, he makes a great, a great guitar pick for them. And it's kind of a, um, a new, well, actually he's been doing it for several years, but a second business for him. He's a college professor. He loves guitar picks. So a number of years ago, he bought himself some material started cutting his own and, and was doing, you know, playing with them, beveling them and polishing them. And, um, they became so popular with his friends. They started to decide to start a business selling them also. So um, they're right up there with blue chip or any other premium pick that you, that you can find. So I carry those and uh, you know, I'm looking for other stuff to carry. We just, we had a fellow walk in the other day and he, he looked around and he said, guitars. And I said, yeah, only guitars. He said, no, I was looking for a harmonica. Mm -hmm. So it made me think, okay, maybe we'll start carrying harmonicas. And we're reaching out to mandolin makers and, and ukuleles and so on. Um, so we'll start to do that. Oh, I, one thing I left out was the Zither guitar stand. So we have some real nice wood made, you know, wooden guitar stands. Um, but what would you guys, I'm going to turn it around on you guys a little bit. If you had a neighborhood shop, what would you want to see there? Well, I mean, the one thing that I always buy every time I go into a guitar shop, whether I need it or not, is a set of strings. Yeah. Simply because it's uh, inexpensive, but, you know, I'm going to use it. And if I'm not going to use it, I'll give it to a friend. And it just does something to help support the shop. Yeah. So obviously, I'm hoping you'll have a good selection of Santa Cruz strings. I do. Uh, I do. I've, got all, I've got all. The only ones I don't have so far are strings that came out. Ah. But I've got the low tension, the and the dad gad sets and i yeah i use them in the Dario strings is what i have so far how um how about amplification um pickups and 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 that kind of stuff you know i mean it's that's a part of the acoustic world now it is and uh i don't so far carry them i've i've, I've been talking to uh shirtler amps and i might start to carry shirtler uh amplification i'm talking to qsc um because their their speakers are so great um and uh pickups that you know i haven't started doing that. I, I i put my own k and k mini pickups in all of my guitars um but i haven't offered that in the shop yet and uh um what pickups would you like to see in the shop again i'm turning around on you guys you, you always want to see some kind of a, a sound hole pickup whether it's um you know whether it's the the 50 um performer or it's the 200 lithium or whatever um weight is an enormous factor yeah you know weight is an enormous factor in those things because some of them are just so heavy yeah. um it, 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 it's kind of a weird rabbit hole you yeah. know that, that that 
everybody's kind of got their own thing. And then if you really want to do it right, you put a microphone in front of it. But as far as I'm concerned, if I need to pick up in my guitar, I call James May and put in an ultratonic. Yeah. There's nothing else out there as far as I'm concerned. And his tone Dexter is just an amazing piece of equipment. There's Uh, a a great uh, podcast uh, on our series with James and uh, he really explains it really well of of what he of what how he does it and it's it's brilliant yeah it it, it, it is surely brilliant <laughs> i'm taking notes i'll give him a call as, oh, as you can tell i'm i'm new at all this and i'm learning as we're going you know after a whole career in healthcare the whole retail business is brand new and it's fun and i'm learning something new every day so you know that's what i'm looking for is you know people to tell me what they'd like to see i, I love you know the the, the selection of slides, you know, I, I, I'm carrying resonator guitars. I have a bunch of nationals and I'm going to start carrying beard guitars. I'll get my first ones in a few months. And um, having a big collection of slides is a great idea. Yeah. You know, there's nobody that does nobody down South that does the Silica slides. Silica. I'm taking a, okay. Yeah, they're, um, um, they're kind of hippie stuff. They come out of Petaluma, but, oh. but um, they're Silica inside. And if you're, hands do any kind of sweating it just grips the slide yeah more you know so it really doesn't move around but all over from from really lightweight glass ones to 11 yeah. 11 car sockets you know yeah. um yeah. cases cases ba- so, bags okay. nice gig bags well i'm a dealer for for calton cases um, I have a big order with them uh, that should be arriving soon. Um, I have 12 of those coming in and, uh, and then everything else comes with the case. So I haven't, I haven't started to carry any cases other than what comes from the manufacturers. Um, but uh, I've looked at some, some of them are so cool. You know, the mono cases and some of the other ones um, that having something like that in the store is, is actually a good idea too. I find as I, as I reach um, geezer hood, you know, I like a gig bag a lot more than I do a 14-pound case. I do, too. Well, if you're, you know, it's so much easier to carry in and out, put on your shoulders. And, and, well, uh, if, if you're taking notes there, write down visus nut cases and shub capos. Yeah, shub. Shub, uh, is, shub is, makes a great capo. Um, and they're a, a nice Northern California company. Uh, and I've just become a real fan of the Visus Nut case. Um, you know, it's V I S E S N U T. Okay, all right, got it. Um, it's you know they're incredibly lightweight. Uh, they got a rubber seal around the outside, so you can practically throw them in a river, yeah. uh, and they'll support like six or seven hundred pounds. That's how it told me on it was to put a, you know, 20 plus thousand dollar guitar in one and then jump up and down on it. <laughs> um, and it weighs like you know two or three pounds. I, yeah, I mean, there, you can go on and on and on with, with accessories that you can add to the shop. Yeah. Uh, but really, ultimately, it's going to be what you like and what you enjoy because the shop is going to be an extension of you i mean yeah. that's what, that's what makes a great guitar shop as far as i'm concerned is the person behind the counter 
their attitude, their approach, their feeling towards what they're doing. Um, You know, for up up here, one of the great shops uh, for me locally is um, Mighty Fine Guitars Mm. in Lafayette. D.P. Coyle, he he is the shop, you know, Um, and he's a wonderful person. And I think that that's the same kind of approach that you should have down there. And and hopefully we'll get a chance to go down there sometime soon and check it out. I'd hope, I I would love to have you guys come visit. Yeah, that's the idea. I don't want to have a shop where I've got employees running it and I'm never here. You know, I want I want to be the face of the shop. I, you know, I want to help people find their instrument. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I I told you about that Santa Cruz guitar I bought. Yeah, what did you get? You didn't tell us what your your guitar oh, it was. was. It, it was an OM Grand. So the story the story was this: we between Debbie and I, we had lost all four of our parents in a really short period. It was a strange time for us. We had a bunch of deaths, and and I turned fifty, and and I just thought, you know, it'd be it would be a good thing for my psyche to go buy my first really good guitar because I had been through some kind of mediocre guitars. I had boy I started playing in college and, and I bought myself an ovation because I thought they were the coolest things in the world back then and and that was my only acoustic guitar for 20 years you know I played it everywhere um, but then I you know I had a J45 and I had a couple you know, I had a, uh, a triple O Martin and I went through a few guitars and I just couldn't find anything that really spoke to me and anyways so on my 50th birthday I took the day off work I drove up to LA I went to all the really good shops up there all the big ones if you're, if you're familiar with all of them you mentioned McCabe's them and a few others and I play guitars all day long and I just took notes on my favorite from each shop. And, and the only guitar that stood out is one that I thought this, this guitar is going to be my guitar was, was a Santa Cruz guitar is an OM grand. And uh, it just, it fit me. The size was perfect. The tone was, it just had the sweetest, warmest treble notes and this nice rich bass and balance and uh, playability. And, and, and I loved everything about it. Um, so that was my entry into the world of really good guitars. And so I, I really, I, you know, I'm glad to talk to you guys because I, you know, I have Santa Cruz to thank for our direction right now. Yeah. Well, an OM Grand is a, is a fantastic guitar to get started with. So, um, you said you wanted to get a second one. What would you follow that up with? Well, I have since. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, so here's the thing when you're a dealer and there's the temptation when you're a player and stuff coming you want to keep all the good stuff right <laughs> which doesn't doesn't make a whole lot of business sense but when i was doing the lot you know the in the initial stages when i was buying used instruments and selling them and i wasn't making money on them i was hoping to break even or maybe make 100 bucks or lose less than 100 bucks so i've got i've i've ended up with two more santa cruz guitars since then one's a uh a 00 1929 and it was built in the first year of the 1929 series in 2009 and it's uh, just such, such a, you know, the best word I can come up with for that guitar is sweet. It's just got the sweetest tone to it. Um, I love that instrument. And then the other one's an OMPW, but it has mahogany back. So it's Sitka and Mahogany OMPW is built in 2007. And uh, I love it also. I, I keep it mostly in Dadgat. You know, it sounds great in drop tunings. And um, uh, so, so those are my three. Those are my three Santa Cruz guitars right now. In my personal collection, that that sounds like a, a wonderful collection. That that's really nice. I you know 
Santa Cruz guitars, when they're brand new, sound wonderful. But I don't care what anybody says. They yeah. get better. They get better. The longer you play them, the longer you, you have them, they just keep getting better. Um, yeah, yeah. And you've got a few, I understand. Yeah, I, I have a few. Yeah, that's <laughs> well. It's good to know you're doing consignment. Uh, I don't know if I'll mention that, <laughs> but uh... <laughs> so. Uh... <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, one of the questions that comes up on the forum is shop policies. Have you thought about that? And would you care to tell us what? your thought process was and how you're going to handle that because to be honest that would be the one greatest fear i would have opening a guitar shop you mean in terms of allowing people to play stuff in the shop yeah 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 so i have a i have a big sign that i made on the wall and back in the blue room there that says please treat these instruments with respect they're valuable um Please, no heavy strumming or other abuse. Um, but my policy is, and, and this is just because of my own experience in shops, you know, I want people to feel comfortable playing instruments. I want them to say, you know, I found you in, as a listed dealer for Santa Cruz, for example, or Hudson Dalton or Laravate, whatever. And I see that you've got a selection there. I want to come in and play some. And I, and I don't want to tell people not to. So, you know, my policy is, you know, if you're not treating the instrument with respect, I'm going to ask you, to either play, you know, do better or leave. But um, I haven't been faced with that so far. I think people understand that. Um, I don't want, you know, I'll be watchful to make sure that there's no big scratches and, and that kind of thing done um, best I can. Uh, the real expensive stuff, I have a, lo a locked case back there. You know, people are welcome to play stuff there, but I just want to talk to them first. And so if, they, you know, if, if I think that they're, um, and, and, and everybody's been reasonable so far, but, um, um, I'll let people play whatever they want. I just want them to be respectful and, you know, guitars are made to be played. And I, it, to me, it, it, especially acoustic guitars, it's such a, an intimate relationship you develop with that instrument. You know, it's different than an electric instrument. Um, you melt, you know, you, you meld with that instrument. You have to, it has to feel right to you. So I want people to come and try stuff, you know, otherwise, you know, that's the best way I think to find your instrument. And then, you know, I sell online also, if people want to order stuff, I give them a three day return period because, you know, if they're expensive and if they get it and it's just not really what they expected, as long as it comes back in the same condition and okay. thing else, and then, then I'll accept it back. So that's, that was, that's been my approach. If I run into trouble, we may have to revisit that approach. But. <laughs> I, I hope I hope I won't. Well, we hope you won't either. It's it's like I said at the beginning, what you're doing is kind of like the dream for so many of us. Um especially the dream of my wife, but you know, you can you can deal with that when I'm not around. <laughs> you know, I mean if I if I can keep it, you know, my, my goal is to keep it going for a while. You know, I, I wanna I God, if I can get a good 10 years, sell enough stuff to keep the doors open and, and make people happy and uh, just keep things going. Um, that That's that's our goal here. Of course, we got to sell stuff to keep it going. So, you know, hopefully hopefully people will find something they like here. That's a pretty, uh, pretty valid, pretty great um, 
<laughs> philosophy there. I know I'm. Uh, I know I'll walk through your door. I I have a partner off of 55 in Newport, so um, mile from here. That's so close. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know right where it is. <laughs> um, Newport Avenue. So either way, you're close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like from the brands that you're carrying, you're probably going to get a lot of people very interested because um, those can be some hard brands to find and to try out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Santa Cruz, especially down there. It, it just, it's, it's, it, it's tough since, since Buffalo brothers went away. It, it, it's tough to find a Santa Cruz down there. Yeah. Not, not that I've found anyway. No, I agree. And that's, again, that's, that's why that, you know, Santa and not being able to find one here is, was the thing that put the thought in my brain about, about doing this. And, uh, um, yeah, I mean, there's there are a few shops around the country. You know, I, there's one in. I used to live in in the Santa Cruz Mountains, and that's another attachment I have to the company. I used to live, have a house in the town of Felton, which is one of those little redwood towns just north of Santa Cruz. And and uh, you know, Selvin Guitars is is a wonderful shop. And you know, going walking around there and seeing the stuff they have, all those Santa Cruz guitars, you know, the the the, the Loudons and Goodalls and 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 now Froggies and all you know, all these instruments they have are just you know, that was that was my thought. I want to have some instruments, some really cool stuff for people to come see. It sounds like you've accomplished it. Let me let me ask you this last question here. You say you've ordered five Santa Cruz's you're expecting. Can you tell us what you ordered and maybe even why? Yeah. So so I'll tell you what we had in the original order. And then we just got I had an opportunity to add three more to that order. So here's what I have coming. I've got. Uh, Hey, uh, hold on. You still there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm talking on the cell phone. The cell phone's trying to ring. So as long as you can see. So coming up soon, I've got a 1934 old growth mahogany. Uh, mm. An H13. I've got a 00 1929. Um, I've got a Tony Rice and an RS. And then I just had an opportunity to add some stuff. I have a couple of triple O's coming in. One is a 1929 triple O Alcoa. And bindings and Brazilian uh, uh, veneer on the, on the headstock. That one's going to be spectacular. And another triple O that is Addy and Coa. Um, that's a short scale with a deep body. So I'm excited about those. And then also a vintage uh, jumbo is coming in. So we're going to have some, a really good selection of really cool guitars. The one we got in last week was an OMPW uh, with the European spruce and uh, walnut, gorgeous walnut for the back. Oh, that's a new, that's a new combination. That's great. It is. Yeah. I, and I will, I will ch challenge you. There's an OMPW out there that has style 42 inlays on the neck. Ah, uh-huh. If you ever see it. I want it back. <laughs> I'm going to take a note here. I'll look for the OMPW style for you too. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's it, it, it's an early one. Um, one of the one of the one of the first. It's it's the rosewood, and but um, I had style 42s on it, and uh, I want it back. <laughs> Give it back. I'll keep my eyes open for you. <laughs> so I was going to ask Larry, what do you think of the walnut? That, that's something we haven't really talked to people about much. What do you think of the the new walnut back inside guitars? I, I like it. It's uh, it's got a cool, you know, it's 
to me, it's probably a little more on the mahogany end of the spectrum, but it has a little bit of extra overtones and complexity that you might find in a rosewood. So mm -hmm. it's it's between best of both worlds type of instrument. It's cool and it's gorgeous to look at. And, you know, yeah. It's just spectacular, you know, really figure on that walnut. So it's yeah. a cool, cool instrument. I like I, it a lot. Yeah, no, I'm really glad they're using the walnut. I have a, a Model F 12 string with walnut. Um, back and sides and it's it's a wonderful uh guitar love the tone yeah 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 i like it i don't think i have any others on order with santa cruz with walnut but i there will be more in the future absolutely sweet well yeah thank you yeah you gotta open a, you gotta open a store <laughs> yeah <laughs> invite me on i i i'm so appreciative thank so uh, just once again, just so I get it right, it's Organic Sounds. Organic Sounds Select Guitars. In San Santa Ana, California? Yes, sir. And uh, 11 to 5 or 11 to 6 or 11 to close? or Yeah, we're doing 11 to 5, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm available for appointments if, the, if those hours don't work. And not, uh, and not a margarita bar or a... Uh, uh, not a margarita bar or a taco bar in the area. There's a noodle place right next door and a subway yeah. lunch place and lots of really cool restaurants a mile away in Old Town Tuscan. So there you are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we will make sure to have full contact information and website address and everything else uh, in the in the podcast. Uh, people and who I'm are listening are going to have to log on to the forum if they want to be able to write it down. Uh -huh. uh, and I really appreciate you joining and participating in the forum. We uh, we have we have really wanted to get a lot more um, dealers involved uh -huh. because there's a lot of questions that come up that are really not for us. No, mm -hmm. you know, they're 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 um they're a settled question, and, and it's always something to to know. Yeah. So you have been incredibly gracious with your time, yeah. and. and uh, and we will look forward to seeing you and meeting you in person and seeing the shop. Yeah, come uh, visit. Yeah, yeah, good. Good luck you. with the. <laughs> good luck with your grand opening. That'll be that'll be fantastic. If Thank you, you. Yeah. if you've never heard Richard talk, it's it's a really great experience. We just we just spent four hours with him on Mondays. What a what a neat guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and the knowledge base is, is phenomenal and. It, it, into detail every every step of the process of building those instruments is is um, wonderful it comes from science yeah, yeah. it comes it comes from science and passion and, yeah uh, i i was lucky enough to be up there on saturday for a couple hours and uh, got yeah. to drive the got to drive the apache which was a real <laughs> a real terror experience actually when i realized that i don't know if i could turn this thing in time <laughs> have fun yeah, we do that. Maybe next time. <laughs> yeah. So have a great day. Thanks. And uh, we look forward to it. We look forward to the future. Super nice to meet you guys. Thanks so much. Yeah, be well. Hey. Yeah. Be well. Take care. Take care. We hope you enjoyed this installment of the Santa Cruz Coffee Break. For more music-related fun, please join the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum at scgcpf or santacruzguitarplayers.com
If you have any questions or possible podcast topics, please contact us. If you have a product or service that you feel would be of value to our listeners, please consider adding your support and keeping the coffee pot on. Contact us for more information. We ask that you hit the like, follow, bell, or bookmark buttons so we can keep you informed of upcoming podcast episodes. We hope you enjoyed Santa Cruz Coffee Break. Now it's time to go play your guitar.